Hi, I'm Chrissy Contitio. And I'm Kristen. Welcome to Friends Do Fandoms. I feel like we need like theme music. Do do do. Do do do. Do do do. Uh, Kristen, how are you today? I'm good. Good. I just woke up, so I'm good. <laughs> me too. I'm also concerned that this tank top makes me look naked, so I need to like feel like I need to sit up more because otherwise, if I sit like this, I look. <laughs> I look like I could be sitting here naked. We're gonna anyway. do a podcast. <laughs> it's not that kind of show, people. All right. Uh, a lot's been happening in the world, and I feel yes. like I'm gonna I'm gonna speak my piece for just a minute. I'll let Kristen speak her piece for just a minute, and then we're gonna just move on. But I want to say that I'm an ally. Uh, I've done a, a lot of research in the last couple weeks, watched some things on Netflix, and I I am realizing how much how censored uh, my education was in the public school system and how they left out certain aspects that were not as, uh, what's the word I wanna look for? Not as appealing towards certain people or uh, made it less than. So I stand for, for black people and I support the black community and I have friends in the black community and I am there with you. So that's my piece. My piece is I'm appalled what happened again. It seems like at least once a year, a cop, a dirty cop, oversteps his role as a cop and kills an un unarmed black man. Yeah. And I was talking to my dad when this first started happening, when it first happened, and I was like, I don't know why this keeps happening. I don't know how a cop can kill someone. My dad goes, I know. He goes, racism. Like... They're still, I mean, we're better than obviously when the slavery and. Are we? This is what he said. We're better, but then we're also not. And obviously there's still racism out there, obviously. And that's not blind to it. Right. Granted, I don't know what it feels like to walk down a street and be afraid from a cop because of my skin color. I never had that fear. So I can't quote and be like, oh, I've been afraid to walk down my street because of my skin color. So I can't say I understand, I can't say I understand what you're going through because I've never been through it, but I'm appalled that some, a person with a different skin color than mine cannot walk down the street without a fear like I can. And I don't agree with it. And I was taught and learned my, I mean, you, you're taught racism. Like you come out of the room, not knowing anything. You can't even speak. So you obviously learn that. And my parents taught me, don't judge people based on skin, sex, religion. Treat people like you want to be treated like. So I just, I guess I am just like, how can that people look at someone's skin and go, ew, or it's skin. We're all the same. You cut the skin off. We're all white bones and blood. I just don't, I just don't understand racism. No, and, and, and I, so I am appalled. And like disgusted with how things are happening. And and to to add to that, even more embarrassed with like how I, the stories that I'm hearing about pe peaceful protests. And again, I'm not there, you know. So it, it's hard to know 
you know, I, I want to try and just trust blindly, but I don't want to say anything that's untrue, but it's hard to hear, hard to see video. Video is the best evidence of, you know, uh, someone white, black, fill in the blank, um, just peacefully either walking away, standing there, being approached by police officers and um, getting incapacitated by some point. So it, it's just embarrassing. And I, I have friends who are cops, so I know not all cops are bad. Yep. I know it's, you know, it just need, need, needs more training. So the the quotes that I've been using, um, I, I posted this to my Instagram the other day. I said, take a moment to breathe, connect, be present, educate yourself, be kind to others, be an ally. So that's that's kind of like my mantra right now is just, that's all I can do is just educate, be present, be kind, and be an ally as, as much as I can. I, I, I reached out to several of my friends who are marching or doing the visual at Greeley Park. And I was like, I'm 10 minutes away. Do you need a safe space or some, you know, anything happened? Do you need a, a shower, food, water? Like, I didn't want to do it too public because I, I didn't, you know, I don't want to invite the entire Facebook universe over to my house. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go. Like, I would have totally, I'm like, I wanted to do it. But at the same time, COVID is still very, very lively, and and it might be a cop out, but I can't afford to get. I'm not saying anybody there who's gonna have COVID. Right. I just can't afford to get it and then pass it on to my parents. Right. No, I'm right there with you. Like I, I definitely thought about it. Um, I, you know, I had friends again who were. I, I reached out and said, you're not going to see me there, and it's not because I don't believe in the movement. It's because of my anxiety with dealing with and a thousand plus people in one place, the maximum number of people that I've dealt with in the past three months has been maybe two. So to like, yeah, extra. That was my only concern. Like I totally would do it. I wanted right. to do it, but there's no way you can do six feet apart from people at a march or protest. Right. And I just can't, I couldn't afford to get sick. And, right. and like, you know, my anxiety, like it, COVID is still there. It's yes, we're starting to open up. We're starting to, but we're not out of the woods. So I just, I didn't feel comfortable doing it. I wanted to, like, I seen these protests, like the peaceful protesting when they're just walking down the street, not the riots. And I'm definitely would not be part of that. I don't agree in that one, 100%. I want to be, and I'm like, oh, I wish I can be there, but I just, with my sanity and my anxiety, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. But I was 100% wanted to be there different times was last like if this COVID wasn't I would 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 have been there mm -hmm. same I I like a friend of mine was speaking at, on the stage at Greeley Park so like I wanted to be there she had posted her video to Facebook so I need to take the time to, to watch and listen to that but I obviously would have preferred to have been there in person and shouting her on and I'm just you know I'm just so proud of like the work that she's doing for her community uh but yeah so that that is our serious moment and i i'd like to you know not i don't want to say water under the bridge it's not water under the no. bridge continue to educate yourself we can continue to have this conversation on this podcast i think it's important you can ask questions yeah on any of the platforms that we have <laughs> not saying we're going to be able to answer them because again i know like i was even thinking depending on the, what the question is we might not be able to answer it because of our skin color like right like, cause we haven't gone through that situation at all. 
may, and I'm just throwing this out and I'm not, I don't even know if she listens, but Samantha Searles, who designed our cover art is a woman of color. And maybe I'd reach out to her and see if she would like to come on the show. So Samantha, if you're listening, this is an open invitation. You're welcome to come on and talk and for how long as you want for the chapter that we're on for just to come on and, you know, have a platform. We, we hear for you, girl. So, you know, um, I'll put that out there. You can have people come on. I, I'm, we're very fluid here. <laughs> Whatever your preference is. But anyway, so this is, this is chapter four, the keeper of the keys. So before we start into that, I meant to ask this last chapter. Yeah. Why would, I don't know if you're going to be able to answer either because I know you're not going to be able to either answer either because it's, it's answered in the further into the series or there's just no answer and this is what it is. Okay. Why is turning 11 a big deal? You mean like in general or just? Well, because he turned 11, Harry turned 11 and then Hagrid, 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 Hagrid came into like took him like you're gonna be in this yeah so 11 is when uh the summer that you turn 11 or if you're already like turning 11 you know that that summer is when young witches and wizards get their acceptance letter into hogwarts so that's yeah, why, but why 11 um that's a really like, good question I, because I, why, when you think of us 10 double digits that's kind of big 13 15 mm -hmm. is kind of a between a boy and a woman depending on your culture. 18 is big. 21 is big. That's true. So why is 11? Why do they pick 11? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if I have a great answer. I, I thought that you were asking more like, well, what's happening when they turn 11? I'm like, well. <laughs> no, I just like, why 11? Like, why that's just a weird, random number. Yeah. 11. Well, maybe... My my first thought is maybe that they're already through grade school at that point because eleven you should be in like sixth grade right mm -hmm. so like out of grade school going into middle school so maybe letting you have those developmental years and then middle school on so like Hogwarts is seven years so then you kind of like it's combo of like middle school and high school so that that's my that's my first thought but I I can definitely look into if there's more meaning behind 11. I'm going to make a note to myself. That's a, that was a really good question, Kristen. I can look into that for you. That's my first thought is my original answer, but anyway. Um, so in this chapter, we meet Hagrid and the big monster that I call him. <laughs> uh, I have a, I have a question for you, Kristen. Okay. I, I'd like to hear your Hold on, your interpretation of what Hagrid sounds like. Like when he speaks? Yeah. Because he has a very, like, the way she writes it is very, very specific. If you want to start with, I don't know if your page numbers will match up to mine, but it's like maybe the second page after the chapter at the very bottom when he says, anyway, Harry, said the giant turning his back on the Dursleys, a very happy birthday. And then I... I will do my impression just so you're not alone, but my impression comes with the background of that I have. So I'd like to hear your impression first. Wait, what was the page again? 47, maybe? Oh yeah, I don't have chapter pages, so. Oh, 
It just tells me the pages of, in the chapter. So I, oh wait, 47, you said. Okay, I got it. At the very, very bottom. And what, did, what was it again? So, last time I saw you, you were only a baby. Last time I saw you, you were only a baby. Oh, that, really? That's your 47? Oh, well, that, that, oh, 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 I know where you are. A little bit at the bottom of that. Uh, anyway, Harry, said the giant, turning his back on the Dursleys. Okay. That, yeah. That, uh, mine is 48, then. Oh, okay. I think. Well, maybe not. Okay. Anyway, Harry, said the giant, turning his back on the Dursleys. A very happy birthday to ya. Got a son. <laughs> <laughs> got a summer for ya. <laughs> I might have sat on it at some point, but it tastes all right. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> that was like a combo. You had like some like Australian in there, some like British, some like I'm not, I'm not good at making assumptions. I don't know. Oh God. Okay. Like I promised. <laughs> I will try to do it too. Uh, it's my turn, and uh, I'm I'm good enough. It's not gonna be much better than that. <laughs> anyway, Harry said the giant, turning his back on the Dursleys. A very happy birthday to you. <laughs> Got something for you here. Am I sound at some point? Why am I Irish? <laughs> but it'll take. Sorry. Right. Why why did I throw an Irish brood in there? <laughs> Got something for ya. <laughs> I like the idea. Even though he's a big guy, he has like this small little voice. <laughs> but yours is like what originally we think of. Hi, Harry. <laughs> I had the smaller voice. Like he's like, <laughs> I like pitched him like, hi Harry. You like Mickey Mouse him. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I, love I love that. Okay. I had to ask. I was like, I'm wondering how she's reading him in, in her mind. Because again, I have the movies and the actor who played him. And I, I listened to Stephen Fry's version of this while I read it. And that man is precious. Let me just say, we need to save a, a Stephen, Stephen Fry. Save him. He's, he was adorable. Uh, he obviously gave voice to Hagrid, and his his interpretation was much closer to what they used in the movie. I do not have a sound clip today. That's a sad day, I know. I, I have lots of other things to share with you today. We have we have a four question quiz and Kristen later Jesus this Christ. episode. <laughs> All right. So oh, so last chapter we had some hairy sass. This chapter we had major Hagrid sass. Oh God! <laughs> I lived for all of it. Um, my the the one that I wrote down was your great pudding of a son. Don't need fatten anymore, Dursley. Don't worry. Because <laughs> they told him not to eat whatever he gave him, and he goes, Ah, I don't think he needs any more food. And he's like, oh. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because I don't. I'm I'm curious to know. I don't know if Hagrid had any past sort I'm looking for interactions with the Dursleys I mean apart from that night when he dropped Harry off it seemed like he knew them personally and they tried to play the whole we don't know you card who hasn't played that card in a real life situation I've played that card I don't know you <laughs> but I I'm curious and I 
don't think that that question ever gets truly answered in the series if he really did know them prior. What do you what do you think about that? Well, I don't think he they knew him personally. Okay. I think he knew of them, but I don't think they met before. Because, I mean, all his sass comes after, like, really, he finds out they didn't tell Harry about his parents and about their life. Right. That's when he kind of gets sassy and more sassy than what he was. That's true. So I think once he found out, like, oh, you didn't tell Harry about any about his life and who he is, and that's when he got, like, pissed that's and mad. That's true. So that's I, true. I don't think he met them. I think he knew of them, but obviously didn't, like, personally met them before. That's, that, that is a good point. I like, I like that interpretation of it. Uh, I, I also like that Harry seems to be on the surface, the only one who's not scared of Hagrid, like, no. at all. And I, I'd be curious to know, Kristen, if you were in Harry's shoes and in this situation of a house on the, on the floor, on a hut at a rock in the middle of the sea, and this giant comes in. What are your thoughts if you were Harry and you were on the floor in the hut in the rock in the sea, and this giant comes in and says, You're a wizard? What would be your, like, after all the years of everything that we've been, you know, that he's been through, what would be your reaction? Can't be any worse than what my living situation is now. So that, that's actually a very interesting take. Um, that might be what he's thinking. Like, what could be, if I go with him, uh, that at least takes me away from here. Yeah. And he always, like, he's being nice to Harry. I mean, granted, they could be nice and fake, be nice, and then take you and be torturing you, but I'm just saying. He's nice to Harry, but evil, mean to the Dursleys. Yes. So, my opinion, if it was me, I'd probably be like, well, it could be worse. Like, take a chance to maybe have a better life than what I'm having now. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. And I, and I think Harry always knew there was something different about him. Right. So he might be like, oh, this maybe this is why I'm different. Right. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And Hagrid talks about that. He's like, oh, have you ever had an instance when you were scared or angry? And we have an immediate flashback to the previous chapters with his hair cut and disappearing and all that yeah and we we kind of get a uh we get an interesting look into uncle vernon uncle vernon says swore we'd stamp it out of him as in like stamp the wizard out of him and that is so incredibly angry in today's world yep it's just Uh, like gays and lesbians like back in the day it's just a phrase or go to the school and I'll take the gay out of you. Pray the gay away. Yeah, pray the gay away. So it's like similar to like, obviously it is that. Vernon thought, oh, we can get him out, get that life out of him. And, And then Petunia speaks and she snaps into this monologue about Lily and James and about how she was a freak and about how they met about you know that 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 whole thing what what were your thoughts as she was talking i don't know i feel like she was a little jealous that she she um got to go to the wizard school and that uh she was a wizard i think it all comes down to jealousy i and and they they, and the hatred for it is because she couldn't do it yes i think you're a hundred percent correct like why would you be so mad about that but like if you didn't get the chance to do that if you weren't 
selected, yeah. there could be a lot of jealousy there. So maybe we should all take a look at ourselves and, and say, why are we being hateful towards others? Is, uh, what, what, what else I was going to, was I going to say I can speak today? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, what? what <laughs> a lot happens in this chapter. This is like a very, very big chapter. I, the other part that made me giggle was when he takes out this, this owl, he writes down, I gave Harry, gives it to the owl and just like yeets him out the window. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I can just picture this poor tattered owl being like, what, what's going on? Oh, I need to go do my job. <laughs> and I just, the poor thing was sent in the middle of the, oh, did the storm subside? Or is this still storming? Yeah, up? I don't think it's there anymore. Okay, so maybe it's not as bad as I thought Probably. it was, but just the way that I could just picture me like, oh, Gen X, did I just use yeet correctly? You tell me. Yeet. <laughs> I am turning 33 this summer. <laughs> I found her monologue just on uh, new, new. She kind of goes up in my new, shrieked down Petunia suddenly. New, of course we knew. How could you not be my dratted sister being what she was? Oh, she got a letter just like that and disappeared off to that at school and came home every vacation with her pockets full of frog spawn turning teacups into rats and I was the only one who saw her for what she was a freak that like jealousy jealousy you can see the green envy in there like yeah she wanted to she wanted that but the the best way for her to deal with it was to be angry about it so and then we find out what happens to Harry's parents kind of yes <laughs> that Voldemort killed Harry's parents. Fun fact, I, the entire Potter universe uh, pronounces Voldemort with the T. Stephen Fry, who originally read the series, pronounces, his, pronounces it Voldemort. So what, what is it? I don't know. Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> In the Voldemort. movies and in everything else that I've seen and all the other, like, I think J.K. Rowling herself says Voldemort with the T. Mm -hmm. And Stephen Fry, who's the original audio reader of this book, says Voldemort. And I, I, I wrote that down. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> wow. So, I know. I was, I was, th that shook me. And then the other funny quote from Hagrid was when Harry was trying to get out of him who the name was. Mm. And he's like, well, can you just write it down? And Hagrid says, ah, I can't spell it. <laughs> I can't spell it. Hagrid seems like a character that we could have in our friend group and yeah. fit right in. But uh, what else? Um, so yeah, so we find out that Voldemort killed Harry's parents, tried to kill Harry, and we couldn't for some reason. Couldn't for some reason. And he says, like, never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That was no ordinary cut. That's that's what you get when a powerful evil curse touches you. And what are your thoughts on that? Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I really don't. <laughs> Not enough information to, to get thoughts on that? No. No. And then... Uh, but Harry does remember 
he starts to remember the high, cold, cruel laugh. So he's kind of starting to pick up what happened and remembering Voldemort and who he was. That's Obviously, he doesn't know what he looks like, but he's starting to understand what Hagrid's telling him. So he's getting piece by piece of what happened. I don't know. I don't remember anything when I was a baby, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. So so it was interesting because when, when we talked in the first, the second chapter, when he was getting the flashes of the green light, mm-hmm. you had made the prediction that he was kind of, not foreshadowing, but remembering what happened. So you were correct. Like, he was remembering what was happening. Kristen, you're making some good predictions here. And again, I, I it's hard for me to, like, <laughs> I have such a big mouth. <laughs> I'm like itching here. I'm like, ah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hagrid takes out his umbrella and gives Dudley a pig's tail, and but was meant to turn him into an actual pig. And he tells Harry to not say anything at Hogwarts. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts? He used magic on on them. Do, and does Tudley still have his tail in later chapters? I'm, we can track that. Do they mention his tail? Because I don't remember that detail. I'm reading in my book and I'm like trying to remember because I'm, I'm ahead in the chapters. Like I'm somewhat, so I'm trying not to go forward. So I'm trying to think what was in the chapter four and not go past. That's true. I know. What was the question again? (laughs) I was just wondering what your thoughts were on giving Dudley a, a pig's tail, but he he intended to turn him into a pig. And I think it's plus, funny that way. I, I think know. It's funny that way. Plus, plus the whatever he's using is on his umbrella, so it seems like he's trying to hide something. Oh, oh, oh! Because my last thing on here is why did Hagrid get expelled from Hogwarts? Yes. So we we learn more about that in the next book. I can't tell you, but okay. what are your predictions? What do you think Hagrid did that got, that caused him to get expelled in his third year at Hogwarts? He couldn't do spells right. <laughs> That's a fair point. I feel like if you're failing at a wizard, uh, or he did something very bad towards the professor. He is a big guy. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, like, did a spell on the professor, even though you're not supposed to? And it was a wrong spell or something? That's my only thing, is that he did a spell. Either he could not get the spells correct to be a wizard, or he did something very bad regarding a spell. I'm writing these down. I think it's more towards, um, Hag- uh, not Hagrid, um, I just said his name, too. Dumbledore. Dumbledore? (laughs) The professor, the he's the the principal of the school, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably thinking he did something towards him. Oh, that's a really good prediction. Again, can't tell you whether we're right or wrong, but I I for for how much you've read so far, I'd say that's a really really good prediction. Yeah, I also wrote that down. I said I wonder what Hagrid did to get expelled, but that was more for my own. Let's let's discuss this for next time. <laughs> Whatever our next time is, if we skip a book and go to Twilight after this, we can have our fans vote. Yeah, pick a book, guys. <laughs> We're pick not there yet. We, we haven't have... even. We both haven't done. That's true. That's true. That that kind of brings us 
I feel like, oh my gosh, there's, there is so much that happened. I feel like I'm missing anything. Did anything that I haven't gone over that you'd like to go over? Um, well, the one thing I had in the beginning is how many stuff that he had, um, Hagrid in his pockets, <laughs> a copper kettle, a squashy package of sausages, a poker, <laughs> a poker, a teapot, several chip, chipped mugs, a bottle of some amber liquid. How deep it is his pockets are for having all that. And they're not small things. No. So as he was pulling them out, and Harry, I think it was Harry, was naming them off. Who puts a copper kettle in your pocket? Like. And then on top of that, a birthday cake, an owl. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that was another thing. I was like, dang, his pockets are deep. Where can I get these pockets? <laughs> it's like As a, a woman. Just put it in your jacket. Right? so much to put in your jacket that's that is really funny um so what was your favorite part of the chapter and why um him making fun of dudley like my, my favorite quote is your giant pudding of a son didn't need fattering anymore that was probably my favorite line yep <laughs> Just, and especially if i knew what he was saying how, how he was saying it <laughs> like right. his voice your fattening or pudding of a son didn't need fattening anymore. Like, that was my, and then just how he got so angry with the, nurs, the nurseries and like, he's, they're getting what he, they deserve from him. Yes. So that's probably like the glimpse of like, ha suckers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really. And then the famous line, Harry, your wizard comes into light. So, so I knew that. Yeah. So, um. In the movie, they switch it around, and I feel like I had a, um, do you know what the, the Mandela effect is? God, I know it, but I can't think of it. It's so, like, like the, the reverse? I don't know. I know it. Hold on. I want to, I'm, I'm looking it up so I say it correctly. The Mandela effect is an unusual phenomenon where a large group of people remember something differently than how it occurred. So, a a false memory. So very uh, common uh, perception of this was the that Nelson Mandela died when he was imprisoned, but he died like not that long ago. So like a lot of people thought that he died early, but he didn't. He was, <laughs> he lived to be older and died I think in 2016 or something. Yeah. Um, but other examples of that are Curious George. That Curious George does not have a tail, but people remember him having a tail. Oh. So my, my Mandela effect was I thought in the book it said Harry, uh, you're a wizard Harry, which is what they use in the movie. And then when I reread it, I was like, wait, I, mis I misremembered that. <laughs> I had a Mandela effect, admittedly. So it is time for quizzing Kristen. <laughs> I can do better than last time. I think so. I found I found four questions specific to this chapter, and they're all okay. multiple choice. All right. Okay. What does Hagrid bring Harry for his birthday? A, a box of fudge, B, 
B, a chocolate bar, C, a birthday cake, or D, new glasses? C. Ding, ding, ding. We talked about that. Yeah, snap it out. We need sound effects on the show. Ding. <laughs> Where does Hagrid work? A, Pivot Drive, B, Diagon Alley, Die Freeze. No. Okay. I'm thinking. C, a flying motorcycle shop, or D, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? B. B, Diagon Alley? That is incorrect. He works at, he's the keeper of the keys and grabs oh Hogwarts. <laughs> I love this. I'm torturing you so bad. Oh my God, I'm thinking too far into it. Like, I'm thinking, I, I'm not going to the easy, it's like when you look at a question and you're like, the answer is too easy. Like, so you go further, like I'm overanalyzing these questions. Deep dive, deep dive. Okay, I got think of the easy questions and answer it. The exactly. Easy <clears throat> Who is the headmaster at Hogwarts? A, or principal as you like to call him, Rubius Hagrid, Cornelius Fudge, Albus Dumbledore, Aunt Petunia's brother. C. Yes. <laughs> of course it's Dumbledore. Okay. Oh, I lied. There was five questions. That happens. I lie sometimes. What does Hagrid give Dudley? A, a curly pig's tail. B, a piece of chocolate cake. C, a letter. D, a pink umbrella. A. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. And last but not least, why isn't Hagrid supposed to do magic? A, he was expelled from Hogwarts. B, he's a giant. C, he's not a Hogwarts teacher, or D, he isn't a wizard. A. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. I did pretty good this one. Nice job. So the other link I found was the Harry Potter name generator. And my Harry Potter name is Cle Cleo. <laughs> Cleodna Chang, C-L-I-O-D-N-A, Claudna Chang, Claudna Chang. So we're going to find out what Kristen's name would be. Kristen, the, uh, I'm not going to complete, well, your, your name's like right there. Kristen, are you male or female? I have female parts. Uh, Kristen, you have a very easily pronounceable name. Katie Brown would be your Harry Potter name. Katie Brown. Katie Brown. Should we go by those names going forward? I'll be Claudna and you'll be Katie. <laughs> so you always have the hard names to pronounce. Like, why can't you just... <laughs> I know. Well, your first name Claudna. Claudna. What is happening? So up next is Diagon Alley. I know you read ahead. It's a long chapter. Oh, it is. I'm not done with it. Like, cause like Thursday and Friday, I couldn't get to it. So, but I was like, I'm not done yet. Like, cause what? I know this, this is definitely the long, longer chapter so far. It's yeah, it's it was pretty long. Meaty amount of pages. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Well, there's there's a lot going on in that chapter, from what I remember. Yes. In a minute. On the on the wizardingworld.com, this chapter is read by Simon Cowell, not Simon 
from American Idol, but he's just a British actor. Uh, Bonnie Wright, who plays a character that we'll meet later. I don't want to do any spoilers. And Ivana Lynch, who's another character that we'll meet much later in like book five. But uh, do you have, I know that you started, but do you have any predictions um, as far as Diagon Alley goes? But it's hard to say now that you read ahead. Yeah. I can't really, because I, I just, like, it's an alley where no one else knows, except for the wizards. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like, again, I, I read pretty much half of it. Okay. So, uh, like, I could pretty much just, you could just go through, or, I just, I, I feel like I would just, I already know what it is, so I can't really predict. Okay, that's fair. Because, obviously, hey. Final thoughts on chapter four. Are you enjoying the book a little bit more? Yeah, it's getting yeah. a little more. Yay! Oh, good. Despite your allergies. <laughs> life. Story of our life. Well, uh, I think that brings us to the end of episode four. <laughs> Hold on. I, four. four. Okay. <clears throat> so I think that brings us to the end of episode four. I'm Christy. You can find me on the, the gram at Greek underscore goddess CC. And I'm Kristen. It's KB Marie 04. Close. KB Marie 04. And you can find Friends Do Fandoms everywhere if you have questions for the show, if you would like to guest host someday, if you like to be on, if you, all the things across the social medias. We are, we are on there. So thank you for listening and have a great week, friends.